feeling on the streets of the hunter? What's getting under your skin or making you hot under the collar? Let's take the temperature of the region. It's the pub test with Paul Scott. Good morning and welcome back to the program. It is time for the pub test with Paul Scott. And I don't know about you, but what's getting under my craw this morning is Queenslanders. How about you, Paul Scott? Never liked them. Nah. Never, 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 never raided them. No, mate, we we should break off, I think. I think we should just, uh, I think Queensland and the Northern Territory and Western Australia can all become their own country. (laughs) Well, I don't know, I'd probably hold on to the Northern Territory. Would you? I'm headed there tomorrow, so I'll let you know. Oh, are you? I am, I'm picking up my beautiful daughter, yes. So yeah, we're about to the Northern Territory. Um, so she's been over to uh, Timor-Leste to see her dad. She's been, just spent four weeks in Dili, um, which will be an experience once she comes back and tells me all about that. I can't wait. Um, and, yeah, so I'm meeting. She's flying from Dili to Darwin, and I get her in Darwin. We spend a sum total of uh, – so she lands at 5 o'clock, and we get back on the aeroplane at one thirty to come back to Sydney, one thirty in the morning, oh, that that's is. Oh, that's a pity – can't hang around for a few days. Yeah. This is the time of year to be in Darwin. I know, I know. I've been up there a couple of times uh, with various football teams, and it's the perfect time to be up there. There's no rain like here. Yeah, perfect it's blue time. sky. In, in fact, uh, Newcastle personality and surfer Chief Lauren Smith is uh, up, up that way now, up okay. around Litchfield Park. Oh, Litchfield, and, uh, love it, love it. Yeah. Yeah, and he's saying, well, how, you know, I was talking to him on the phone yesterday. He said, hasn't seen, hasn't seen a cloud for weeks. Oh, he goes, yeah. and he keeps going, how's the weather down there? <laughs> I guess it's going all right, going all right down there, isn't it? See, I also hate yeah, those people going. as well. I don't like those people. The ones that go, no, no, oh, no. no. no, well, no and he also goes for Queensland oh. as well. I don't know why. I don't know how people who were born in New South Wales go for Queensland. Okay, that, that is a question, okay, because my father was born in Casino. As far as I know, Casino is on the New South Wales side of the border. Yeah. He follows Queensland. What? Always has. I've got no idea. I think it's got something to do with, you know, when they were younger, they'd go to Brisbane. You know, that was their capital city. They'd head to Brisbane. Sydney was just, you know, too far away. Um, and I think yeah. they'd go to Brisbane. I think that's what it, and a lot of northern those, uh, you know, far north, north and New South Wales people. That's what they seem to be. It's weird. I think it's we're, weird. they're we're weird. Halfway, we're halfway between Brisbane and Sydney. Is it? It's a little bit south of Coffs. Is it like Kempsey? I think it used to be Coffs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Well, that's where, as a family, we used to stop was Coffs Harbour. Coffs Harbour. Mm. Right. Yeah. But, you well, know, again, Coffs Harbour is still. Three hours from casino, like hello. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. No. And, may, and maybe, they, and maybe we should know who all of them are. I think all we should. Queensland supporters down here. Yeah. Great game, oh. really, really great game. I look, but I was disappointed with the, um, you know, the, the cheering on of the biff. Mm. You know, See, I, li- I, I mean, liked that. I loved the first 90 seconds. I sent a, a message to Michael Blackson going, oh, my God, this is this is state of origin. This is what it's all about. There was no softening up period. We just went bang, and it was like the 1980s again. Am I am I missing that? Have I have I missed where, where rugby league's matured into where it is today? Like, why did I enjoy that, Paul? Are you, are you talking about the punch-on? Yeah, the biff and all of that. I, I, uh, I loved it. Uh, I... But that's I, the rugby I, league I, I grew I think up that's with. What it's making, I think that's why the numbers in junior rugby league yeah. have fallen away. And that's what Mark Lindelof says that, to me. Mum see that. Mm. You know, mum's, 
and and dads and dads too. And they go, you know, really, is that the kind of thing that we? I mean, what other sport besides cage fighting, you know, or boxing, do we kind of like cheer on people to punch each other in the head? But I mean, they're trying to do something about the head injury assessment and all that. Look, it's hard enough game without yeah, it's, without it's the tough. punch on. And and when people start talking, it's just passion. It's passion. Well, you know, uh, when I think of that, I think it's a crime of passion, and crimes of passion have been unacceptable for, you know, for yonks. And, uh, you know, I just... Well, I'm, I'm know, going it's to... Not uh, being soft. Yeah. It's not being soft. It's just kind of... It's assault. Anywhere, anywhere yeah. else. And you are. And, football field. And, and in any other round of the NRL. It's a send-off effect. Any other round of the NRL. Yep. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Now, so, speaking of passion, yeah. I'm just going to play something very quickly for you, and uh, and I want to get your thoughts on it because the person involved is getting polarised. Like, absolutely, it, it's it's such a polarising position for people. They're either bashing the hell out of Andrew Johns or they're, uh, they're supporting him. Now, it's a piece that went to air at the end of the game last night. It was, as we said, it was a very passionate game. On the panel... Is, uh, is James Bracey, it's Paul Vorton and it's Cameron Smith standing and talking with Andrew Johns. I'm just going to play this for you and then I want to, I want to hear your thoughts on it. I think it went wrong for you so oh, far tonight. Big moments. Yeah. Just the big moments. And now we have to listen to all the bullshit you just go on with for the next 12 months. Yeah. Drives you mad. Fuels the, fuels the rivalry though. It does. You will have noticed the silence from both of uh, from both Cameron Smith and Paul Vorton. They did not know where to look. They didn't know what to how to address it. Um, what do you think? I mean, it is running hot on media across the country uh, this morning. What's, oh, what, look, what's your how take? How refreshing! How refreshing for Andrew Johns <laughs> to uh, you know honestly speak what he's thinking. I mean, it, it reminds me, there's been another great moment like that this week, is when Kyrgios was asked, you know, by the, after you, you know, after you lose at Wimbledon, or come, you know, you run her up at Wimbledon, I shouldn't say lose, <laughs> no, okay, he lost, he lost the final. Yeah. But he was asked, you know, so look, you're looking forward to coming back here and having another crack, and he just said, oh... Oh, not right. Not not really. I'm not thinking of that now. I'm really tired, actually. Mm. I, I want to go home for a nap. Loved it. <laughs> and the crowd loved it. It was kind of like, well, that's what he was thinking. That's what he said. Instead of the usual kind of stuff about, well, Queensland were just too good on the night. It did. It come down to big moments. Mm. And, and New South Wales didn't hold on to the ball. They lost the ball. And Andrew Johns is, um, he's, you know, he's really disappointed that that, that happened. And he's right. We do have to listen to the, the rubbish from Queenslanders mm. for 12 months about how good they are yep. and how much better they played and how they didn't have Cameron Monster and they rallied to the occasion. Mm. Statistically, it's a graveyard for New South Wales. Of course the it third is. Match, the mm. third match at Lang Park or Suncorp Stadium. Uh, it's Lang Park, mate. It's Lang Park. I'm it's Lang you. Park, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, statistically, it's a graveyard. It's very hard. If we won all, it's mm. very hard to go up there and win the third. So the actual so, stats, you ready for this? So 55 games have been played in Queensland, 37 yep. have been won by Queensland. Of the 21 deciders that have been played at Lang Park, New South Wales have won five. Well, we knew yeah. going in, and, and that's what I kept saying yesterday, I'm going New South Wales, but do not ever underestimate these guys. They grow an extra head, a leg, we don't know what it is, but they grow something. 
And they refused yeah. to live. Actually, I heard uh, Craig Hamilton speaking this morning, and uh, his uh, his comment was that they refused to lose, and I think that's spot on. They did. They refused to lose. Yeah, they don't. They, yeah, there's there's something there's, I don't know something in the water, mm. whatever. But yet they do. They step up, and it's it's hard. But I mean, I, I mean, as far as people might make a big deal about Andrew Johns, you know, oh. It would be so refreshing. I mean, I could actually become interested in sports commentary again mm-hmm. if people actually said what they were thinking rather than watching up with this kind of confected stuff. One thing I did like last night was Gould, uh, Phil Gould was uh, in the background a lot more. Wasn't we didn't he? Have as much, yes. We didn't have as much Phil Gould. It was so much better. <laughs> without having to you put up with his, Oh, can't, can't stand him. I, I, I'll tell you the other thing that's been, been setting me off. Uh, this week is um, the number of people that I'm knowing who are getting um, COVID for the second time. Yes. Like quite mm. a few of them. And uh, quite a few. I know about six people now. They're doing all right. They've got a headache and, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm. But um, one of them uh, works in Sydney, uh, lives in the Eastern Suburbs, catches a bus uh, to work because mm. <laughs> why not? Yeah. And uh, but he's saying no one wears masks on the public transport, and you know he was worried about it because he'd had it before. He didn't want to get it again. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just seems now that exactly at the moment when COVID cases are on the rise, yeah. the government's backing down from the federal government, saying, "Well, you know, we're taking off the um, the ability for people on uh, uh, pension cards to be able to get the rat test." And we're, um, we're stopping uh, compulsory vaccinations when you go to aged care facilities? Um, yes. Mm. And there's a, there was 100 I, people I, died I, in I, aged care. Well, I suppose the thing is now, I suppose from the you know government's point of view, uh, look, we're heading towards a recession. Uh, that's what the headwinds, economic headwinds are suggesting. Um, we, don't know, we don't need anything that will accelerate that. But we do know that there are businesses who are uh, struggling to open because, of, you know, they've still, they're still got staff who, you know, are, are getting COVID. Now, is this second or third wave or, you know, oh, the I beach wall? I don't know what number we're at. Mm. But it, as, it, as it spreads, you know, it's, it seems strange that we're pretty well loosening all restrictions. Mm. I mean, what restrictions are left now? Qantas have just announced from July the 19th no need for any vaccination certificates yeah, on not the happening. not happening. I'm wearing my so, mask wherever I go at the moment. Yeah, well, you know, I, 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 I don't blame you. I mean, I'm still trying to avoid, you know, uh, crowded, crowded spaces. Mm. But it's not, it's not always easy. But I, um, I look, it's a... It's a, it's a concern. I mean, especially, like, we don't... I think it's like we don't want to talk about it anymore. It's a bit like the state of origin win to Queensland last night. Yeah, we don't, I don't want to talk about it. About it. Yeah. No, don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore. You're exactly so right. So it's a bit of a worry. It's a bit of a worry the the, the increasing numbers um, that, that are being experienced around the place. 
The other thing that's uh, really concerning me at the moment, uh, and, you know, Testers Hollow is a perfect example of it, these roads, these council roads and, and, you know, the flick passing to, uh, from, from the state, or from the feds to the state, to the, from the state to the, to the local guys, you know, these roads around the place that are just destroyed. You know, we've got roads in Broke that you can't drive on. We've got Testers Hollow that uh, you basically, you know, we're in 2022 and we've got this suburb in the middle of our, uh, of, you know, our suburban area that they're an island. Like, we've known about this. How have we not fixed this stuff? Maybe the fastest growing LGA in New South it, Wales. It has been for a long time, and I believe it still is. So we've got people stranded mm. in that LGA. Um, look, and this comes down to once again, it's all well and good for you know developers to meet the needs of this growing population mm. by <laughs> setting up the setting up these uh, you know communities. Um, they put pressures on road networks. One road in, one road out. Um, that should be uh, that should not be affected by floods. Mm, shouldn't. And it's not like it's happened. It's not like oh, this happened. This happened once. I think Testers has been closed seven times in about the last. I think about the last five years. Mm. It's been it's been closed. I don't know how many how long Gilliston Heights, which seems to have got the nickname from locals now as Gilligan's Island. Mm. Um, but not as funny as Gilligan's no, Island. certainly not as funny. No. Although, was Gilligan's Island ever funny? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, that's another not one. Really. No, no, it was never no. funny. No, no. no. Um, but the, yeah, why is, why is that, why is that happening? Why is that happening in this, in, in this day and age? Mm. And is it because, well, I wonder sometimes, you know, is it because announcements are made and they're not followed through on or they take forever to throw on? Haven't they said, haven't Transport for New South Wales said something along the lines, um, we've made sure that the road there is more resilient? Yeah. And that there's so one, what, does there's, that, what does that mean? No idea, but there's millions of dollars worth of work that's that's been washed away with with what's gone on because they've only lifted at 1.5 meters. Um, it's it needs a proper flyover bridge. It needs it needs something that's a hell of a lot higher than 1.5 meters up. It reminds me of that time. Remember the Tural Street Bridge and they when they, oh, when they and <laughs> everyone said everyone with half a, a clue. You got to build it. You got to build it too. It's got to be too. You know, mm. they've got to be double lanes. No, we build one uh, and not the other down. <laughs> and, they, and the government said, oh, no, our modelling has shown that this is suffice, and, you know, finally, I But I, I, think, I think, you know, there's some urgent needs around this growing area. Um, and, you know, that includes the completion of double lane all the way, all the way between Port Stevens and Newcastle. But probably more important than that is an assurance when we have these rain events that people aren't being locked in to, you know, to, to the communities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the three level... Look, on the one hand, you've got the federal government who it sets the policy for how many people come here. And, you know, we know that this this government, the last government, they, they talk about a bigger Australia. We want a bigger Australia. The state government one, uh, are the ones who um, uh, are given funds to help implement that and set the policies for, um, you know, for growth. And councils are the ones who have to implement it. And councils, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, they're the poor buggers at the end of the line 
who aren't given the amount of money mm. to to do what needs to be done to service these these growing areas. But I don't know if Australia even wants to have the conversation about where are we building, when are we building, why are we building, you know, and, and how you move communities. I mean, that one doesn't need moving. It just needs a... Uh, unlike Lismore, but it doesn't need moving. It just needs a proper bloody bridge in there to for you know that's high enough that won't get that won't lock the people in there for for yonks after a rain event comes through. Absolutely. It doesn't seem that hard, does it? No, no, it really doesn't. Listen, thank you again for your time, my friend. Uh, you stay safe out there and uh, just avoid anyone with a maroon jersey on this week, okay? Just stay away yeah, in from the, them. In the words of Andrew John, I don't want to have to listen to this. No, for the next exactly months. right, exactly. <laughs> I'm with you there. Thank you, my friend. Stay safe. We'll chat next week. Thanks, Scotty. Bye. That is uh, Paul Scott with the pub test. Here with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is, why it matters, and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.